Welcome to More Than Football, the official Adelaide United podcast where we go off the pitch and get to know our players away from the game. In this episode, we're going to hear about what life is like in the darkest place on earth with Icelandic international Gunhilda Johnstotter and how fishing is relaxing for local boy Ryan Kiddo. Did I get that right? Yeah. I didn't ask you beforehand. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. You could just call me Gunny. It's Gunny. easier. Yeah. yeah, Gunny. Is it Johnstotter or Jonstotter? So how you would say it in Icelandic is Jonstotter. Jonstotter. Yeah, but everyone just calls me John's daughter. John's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, that's because my dad's name is John and I'm his daughter. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, right. I thought Everyone in Iceland does it that way. Okay. I so thought you were just going phonetically. No. So my brothers are Johnson. That's their last name. Interesting. <laughs> See, we're off to a great start. Gunny, you were saying that you're <laughs> learning about Australia through true crime. Please go into details. Yeah. I recently started listening to podcasts and I wanted to learn more about Australia. And I guess you guys have a lot of podcasts about true crime. So I've been listening. My last one was about um, the Port Arthur murders. Yeah, Nice light subject matter. And then matter. the next one was Ned Kelly, which was like way back in the day. And now I have just downloaded a podcast that's called Unravel, which is about murders here in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to listen to when you're going to sleep at night? Not really, but I have a roommate and um, that helps a little. So I know, I don't know if she'll help me when they come in, but at least we'll go down together. Yeah, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. And Ryan, you've just discovered podcasts. Yeah, I have um, a little bit uh, lighter than what Gunny's <laughs> listening to, but I've obviously got a long drive to training living down in the southern suburbs, so I've, I've started a light on the Howie Games and oh, yeah? listening to uh, a few other sports people around Australia, their mm-hmm. stories, and yeah, I find it quite interesting. Yeah, fair enough. You got any other favourites that are sticking out to you at the moment? I've just stuck to that at the moment, yeah. so I'm, I'm honestly real fresh about two weeks in, so. Oh, really? but a, a favourite episode so far has probably been Andrew Bogut, just listening to him and um, his story as a basketballer and how crazy the world is over there in America, so yeah. that's a bit of a personal favourite episode at the moment, but I might broaden my horizon uh, a little bit more in the future weeks. Yeah, once you go down the rabbit hole, it's hard to stop. Yeah, there's, there's many, and lucky uh, Marco has us training a lot, so I have a lot of car trips to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Let's uh, start at the beginning. Ryan, you're an Adelaide boy, as you mentioned. You played at West Torrance Bacala. So what's your first memory of kicking a football? Yeah, so I grew up in the McLaren Vale wine region. So for me to want to kick around ball was a bit different for my family because you grow up playing footy in the winter and cricket in the summer. So when I bought that round ball home from school and wanted to play, it was a bit of a foreign feeling, but they really got around me. And I remember my first game playing at Wollonga High School and we won 1-0 and I was able to score a goal. I was obviously able to escape the pack of people following the ball and, and scored one and from then just fell in love with the game and yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, right. So, yeah, you mentioned that your, your family was more of a Aussie rules or cricket family. Are they complete converts now? They are. So we like all of our sport and um, we still watch the other codes as well, but um, I've definitely converted them to yeah. soccer, football, whatever, however you want to call it. And they watch more than me now. So it's it's interesting how it works. You mentioned you went to Willunga? I grew up in McLaren Vale. My first yep. game was at Wollonga, so okay. I went to McLaren Vale Primary School. Did all my junior school there, and then I went to Tadachilla Lutheran College for my senior schooling. And, yeah, that was really enjoyable. It was it's sort of starting to change now, which is good. I'm actually... Yep might be getting back involved there on a, on a coaching point of view which is which is really exciting there's a, yeah, right. a big soccer following now that sort of come into the region which is exciting for me because it never was when I was down there but it was yeah a big performing arts school so I didn't like any of that I just <laughs> went there and did my studies and it was probably the best thing for me because I didn't get distracted by the sports within the school but it is changing now and yeah it should be should be good for the area so what, what type of kid were you growing up 
that was a goody two shoes to be honest with you mate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i um yeah didn't really put a foot wrong and when i did put a foot wrong i got pretty nervous when i had to see my mother so um i tried to always do the right thing and i suppose my family always taught me to treat people how you want to be treated so mm. i try to be as good as i can yeah fair enough and that's is that continued now or are you a bit of a mischief maker at training Oh, I wouldn't say I'm a mischief maker. I like to stir the pot a bit. Um, there's a few easy targets within the team. So probably, yeah, team up with Craig Goodwin a little bit and we have a bit of fun with a few of the boys. But I let him, I'm sort of the, the sly one in the background, let him do the dog work. So it comes back on him. I've actually seen you a little bit in action and just coming in and, uh, you know, sticking the, sticking the jab in here and there. Yeah, it's probably a bad trade I've picked up, but it's, it is a bit of fun. And obviously we have a lot of time with each other. So we've got to lighten things up as much as we can. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, Gunny, you, um, you're from Iceland, so I want to hear all about that. I want to know a little bit about you growing up, and when did you start playing football? So when I was eight, we had to move to America because my mom was studying to be a neurologist, and I was a very energetic kid. And when we moved, I didn't speak a word of English. Mm -hmm. So my next-door neighbor was a football coach or a soccer coach, and he just knocked on the door and said, hey, do you want me to take her to training? And my mom thought, oh, that's a good idea. Maybe she can get out some of that energy. And I came back home after my first training, me and the coach. And I said, I'm, this is what I want to do, kind of. Yeah, right. And the coach said, she's coming to every training. She's going to be on my team. And then there was just no turning back there. Kind of found myself. I was a shy kid. Um, but as soon as I started playing soccer, I, I you know, it's a social, social yeah. sport. You just so, came out of your shell a little bit. Oh, yeah. And yeah. there was no turning back from there. Maybe people would have wished I just stayed in that shell. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not. We're loving it here. So what do you remember of Iceland then, if you moved so young? I only lived in America for six years, then I moved mm -hmm. back to Iceland. Um, I think growing up in Iceland, it's, it's amazing. Um, it's such a safe country, so you have so much freedom. Mm -hmm. You walk to school, you walk to training. Yeah, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Your parents don't worry too much. And yeah, and I grew up playing for the same club my whole entire life. And I actually would want to raise my kids up in Iceland Okay, so after, after your career, you, you're heading back? I can't promise that. I never know where <laughs> life is going to take me, but I would like to, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's a little bit different to growing up in Adelaide. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, there's um, not much to do. <laughs> nah, I love Adelaide. I've always, people always, you know, get stuck into Adelaide, but for me, there's no better place to live in Australia. Um, everything's so close. We have beautiful beaches. I love to go fishing. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't change it. Yeah, well, actually, I heard that, that you like to go fishing. Uh, we'll get into that. But uh, firstly, Goody, like, how are you finding life here in Adelaide? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love the beaches, the sun, the good weather. It's, it's just a relaxed um, environment, which I really appreciate. I'm a relaxed person. Mm -hmm. When people are stressing around me, I'll stress. Yeah, people are very nice. There's not much I can complain about yet. I haven't traveled much around, but I went to the Gold Coast the other weekend, and that was, that was oh, yeah. a How'd good you find experience. That? It was fun. Yeah. I took surfing lessons and fell in love. Yeah. Did, were you able to stand up straight away? Yeah. Not yeah. straight away. Maybe my third one or something. And then yeah. when you got tired, um, we were there for a while. Yeah. Oh, then I was falling off all the time. The hardest part was, though, getting just back out. Well, we had an instructor who pushed us into the wave. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was fun. Brian, <laughs> do, you, do you have any tips for... For Gunny, for here in Adelaide, things to do, like South Aussie with kiddo, it's not really quite the South same. Aussie. Yeah, South it's not Aussie really the same Cosy. ring as South Aussie with Cosy. Um, well, I grew up in McLaren Vale, so I definitely recommend going down there. There's some beautiful wineries. I've actually think been there. Yeah. There you go. You've 
done everything. Nah. <laughs> yeah. No, and um, the beaches down south, for me, you can't beat them. I might be a bit biased because I'm from down that way, but Port Nolunga, Port Willunga, Port Elliot down towards Victor Harbour, I think they're pretty amazing. Yeah, you could go surfing down there too. Check. There you go. Count Middleton. me in. Yeah, yeah, count me in. I'm on that. Do you, do you like fishing? Because maybe you could go fishing with Ryan too. Yeah, in Iceland we fish a lot. Yeah. My dad fishes for our salmon that we eat at home. Yeah. Okay. So it's very popular in Iceland. And yeah. If I have time, I've, I've done her a couple of times, but um, with the job I have, I don't have much off time in Iceland. Yeah, no, fair enough. Ryan, where, where are the fish biting at the moment? Where are the fish biting? <laughs> don't ask me because I went out with Michael Jacobson <laughs> yesterday and we almost got blown away, but <laughs> we caught three squid, three garfish and a pretty poor nine blue swimmer crabs. So we're pretty hungry at the moment, um, <laughs> but I usually like to head around towards Brighton Way, Marino Rocks, so... Yeah, I head out down there and yeah. it's just a good thing I really enjoyed to do just to get away from football sometimes and, yeah, and put a bit of energy into trying to catch some fish. I feed them quite often, don't catch them, but yeah. it's really enjoyable and something I enjoy doing with my dad as well. Yeah, okay. So do you go out early in the morning? Is it before training or when do you, how often do you get out there? No, not definitely not before training because <laughs> I think I'll then die at training. Um, <laughs> but whenever we get a day off, the first thing I do is, is check the tide times, check the weather, check the wind, and if it's a good day, I say... Let's do this and, yeah. yeah, we'll go out early and try and get the, out in the water before the before the high tide in the morning. So, yeah, about 6.30. So you guys got a boat? Yeah, got a boat, which yeah. is good. So luckily, yeah, the boat ramps just down the road. Yeah, dunk it in the water and try our luck and yeah, yeah. come back and stop by the fish market. So mum thinks we've caught a few fish. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any secret spots that you go to? You don't have to tell us where they are, but, like, do you have any favourite or secret spots you like to go? I definitely enjoy going around Brighton purely because... We're blue swimmer crab eaters. We love them. So they're probably the most southern point that they start to uh, come in. So you don't get them in great numbers, but um, we get a few. So we usually head around there and then work our way back down south mm-hmm. and hopefully catch a few squid. Yeah. Do you, do you go for anything bigger? Like, have you been shark fishing or anything like that? No, thank you. Obviously, in the crab net, sometimes you get a few dog sharks and you should have seen Jakobsen's face. Yesterday, pulled a dog shark up out the water and he was leaning over the boat and grabbing the tail. And next thing I knew, it was in the boat and he was having photos <laughs> with it. And it was quite funny. Um, Yeah, I suppose these things that we take for granted that we see all the time and he thought it was... Uh, the best thing ever so no, it, was, it was pretty cool I'm, I'm a complete novice when it comes to fishing so I, I have barely any experience apart from doing it as a kid with my dad for someone like me what tips have you got tips <laughs> <laughs> i think the timing of the day is pretty important so yeah. yeah i like to fish around high tide put a bit of belly in the water and yeah, yeah. have the right bait and anything's possible since you love fishing so much i'm sure there's got to be some fishing podcasts that you're going to get into yeah maybe but then i feel like i'm under the pressure more to perform so if i just <laughs> stick clear of it and just pretend i don't know they're there then <laughs> yeah yeah fair enough like we've talked a little bit about growing up kind of in iceland you went there for that long but then in america Tell us a bit more about that experience. Obviously, you found football at a young age, Gunny, but then what was life like for you over there? And whereabouts was it? It was two years in Connecticut and four years in Philadelphia. It was so different. Everything's so big and massive compared to Iceland. Our school had like 3,000 kids, which my town town didn't even have of people in Iceland. Yeah, right. So it was, a, it was very different. And um, the sports there when I was younger, there was just in Iceland, you have soccer the whole year round. Mm-hmm. But in America, it was soccer in the autumn, basketball in the winter, track and field, softball. So I made my mom sign me up for everything I could because mm-hmm. I just love sports in general. So I never did football all year round there. So that was kind of difficult for me because that was the sport I you know, wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But it also gave me the experience to try other sports, which was, which was fun. 
Was there any other sport that you perhaps could have pursued professionally? I thought I would be great at basketball. Yep. Um, I wasn't. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, no, I'm very like athletic with my movements, but once I have to start throwing anything, oh yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's it's terrible. So if I could be a basketball player who just dribbles around people and then just passes it, yeah. I'll be good. But once I have to shoot the ball or do anything, throw with my hands. I'm very uncoordinated. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, but forgive my ignorance in terms of Iceland, but in summer over there, it doesn't get dark. No. So um, what about, is that like? Well, I've gotten used to it. You mm-hmm. just have always, that's how yeah, your life how it is. is. It is yeah. kind of, um, but it's weird when you don't, you can never guess what time it is because the sun really just doesn't go down. Yeah. And I love it, but in the winter, it gets kind of depressing when the sun doesn't come up. Yeah. And it's very gray, and it's for more months than the summer. So I think that takes a toll. I've been living abroad now for six years, over six years. And going back to Iceland in the winter, I had to be there for a month now, for the first time now in six years. Mm -hmm. And that took a toll just because it was so dark. You wake up 6 a.m. to go to training, then you do something, come out, it's still dark. You go to training again, you come out, it's still dark. It's just dark the whole time, and... Yeah, it kind of gets depressing. Does it throw your body clock out now when you go back? Is it hard to adjust? It is, yeah. That's yeah. why it was hard for me to be there yeah. for a whole month because yeah. you just wanted the sun. You wanted, I don't know, I think being here, it reminds me that I think I'm, I'm meant for the sun yeah. and the heat. Well, that's good considering the W League season gets pretty hot. Yeah, it gets hot like that in America too where yeah. we play, so I, I'm used to it. Before today, as I've mentioned a couple of times, like we caught up before and you mentioned in that interview, which by the time this goes up, you can probably watch that interview on adelaideunited.com.au, but you mentioned in there that Icelandic people are crazy or a little bit mad. So would you describe yourself as a bit of a nutter? A hundred percent, yeah. People who know me, yeah, probably yeah. think I'm kind of crazy, hopefully in a good way. But I think um, we live on a small island. There's mm-hmm. nothing around us, no country or anything, 300,000 people. You tend to go crazy, I think, um, in a good way. Um, I think we're brought up that anything's possible. I think mm-hmm. Iceland is on a different level than other countries. I would say it's it's a crazy mentality that we believe anything's possible mm-hmm. compared to how small we are. And I think just the men's national team is, is shows the world that. They made it to the World Cup being that small. And I think, like, in the world, we had the first woman president. Mm-hmm. We had the... First gay prime minister, and in such a small country, having these, yeah, kind of yeah. impact on the world, I think, just shows how, I would say, just free we are. Nobody yeah. is judging you. Everybody's pushing you to be better, and I don't know. Yeah, so is that is that crazy, or is that just maybe progressive? or? I would say um, progressive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it gives us that crazy mentality that we can do anything, which I think has gotten us a, a long way. Yeah, we're, we're a different country than I think... Anything I've visited or yeah. been, and different culture. I love being Icelandic. Yeah. How do you find people warm up to you when you, you come in with this, you know, quotations, this crazy outlook? They, it's just always the crazy foreigner kind of thing. <laughs> um, no, I think people like it. It's, we're different, and I think yeah. people like having different people around different characters. When, when you mentioned it, I kind of just had this image of you at home, listening to heavy metal in your black leather jacket, just <laughs> rocking out. Is that, am I far off there? Um, I don't have a leather jacket because I knew <laughs> I didn't need it here. No, but I do love listening to music. I don't know if I would say hard rock would be yeah. would be what I would pick. 
I started imagining it. Um, <laughs> but no, um, we love our music. Icelandic people, we are very um, cultural. Yeah, Brian, are you, are you a nutter? Music? No, not really. <laughs> as far as it goes, about Vance Joy and Ed Sheeran is what uh, yep. hums my day away from yeah. Chris's Beach. So, <laughs> no, I'm pretty um, easygoing in terms of the music and yeah. wouldn't say I'm a massive enthusiast, but yeah. definitely enjoy a talented musician. Yeah, are you listening? What are you listening to when you're fishing? Nothing. Nothing? All the right. Serenity. <laughs> the Serenity now. <laughs> my old man's swearing at me for getting the line tangled. <laughs> Fair enough. That, I, can, I can understand how that would be quite serene. <laughs> Do you have any weird traits? Or like as a kid, like did you have any weird habits? Weird habits. It's yeah. not a good question for me. It's better for my mother probably or my girlfriend. Weird have you picked up anything from them? From them. I don't not like I think of off no. the top of my head. Well, you seem to be like oh. a pretty, from what I've seen anyway, a bit of a quiet and reserved kind yeah. of a guy. Yeah, I think I am quite reserved, a bit sarcastic, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, once I get to know people, I like to open up and. Oh, fair enough. And yeah, just haven't got there with you yet. Quite yeah, soon, I know, that's mate. What, that's I what know. today's for. So. Yeah, that's it. We're getting to know each other. Uh, <laughs> when we were doing the media day, I remember you saying because um, I was trying to get you to. You know, get out there and do a celebration. Gunny got right into it. She was great. Oh. <laughs> Can't wait to see that on Twitter. But you weren't that into it. Oh, that's true. I don't like media days. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's okay. It came up okay. Now you just got to score goals and then it'll, it'll be up there oh, really? for all the world to see. I look forward to seeing it. Hopefully many times this year. Well, there you go. That's right. But besides football and speaking of getting to know you, what makes you tick? What makes me tick? My mm. family. They're obviously very important to me. I have an older sister who's 25. And yeah, we've, my mum and dad, we just grew up and yeah, got a real strong bond. And my girlfriend now, who I've been with for six years, as of yesterday, and I went fishing. Oh, wow. So how good am I? I'm yeah. the best boyfriend yeah. in the world. Did you take her fishing? That sounds like a great anniversary. Because if I took her fishing, I would be single. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like the water, so we stick clear of that. No, they're those people close to me, and I've got a really good group of friends, two or three good mates mm -hmm. and yeah we've we stick real close and i suppose i like building those relationships with people and mm -hmm. um i suppose that's what makes me tick that's what makes me get up every morning and do what i want to do i want to spend time with these people i want to make them proud and mm -hmm. and yeah that's my motivation yeah it's it's a good attitude to have so some of those friends that you mentioned are they from uni when you study yeah i've got um not from uni uh, okay i had to do a lot of uni online obviously being yeah. a a footballer but i've got two mates from school that we are uh, or three mates from school and we we still keep in touch we have a group chat and sometimes uh that buzzes off too many times a day but um <laughs> now nah, we have a really good relationship and we enjoy each other's company and um i've got a mate who i grew up playing football with and he plays in the npl now mm -hmm. and we see each other regularly and always speak to each other so do you want to give him a shout out yeah adam lacornia adelaide comets <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but yeah nah He's a, he's a good man, and yeah, I've learned a lot from all, all three of them that there, there is more to life than football, and yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, so what did you study when you were... Yeah, so um, I've got a degree in nothing at the moment because I finished <laughs> a Bachelor of Applied Science and Human Movement, but I went into the degree with intentions to um, then go into Master of Teaching, which I've started. Mm -hmm. So yeah, post-football, I would like to, to be a, a PE teacher of some sort, and mm -hmm. um, I have a real passion for that. I like working with young people. I like building relationships with them and, and seeing them improve. So I like all my sports, um, not just football. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I see it as a, a good fit for my personality and what I like to do, and um, I look forward to doing it once I hopefully have a long, successful career. I think that's definitely shown through from what we've seen of you like at community appearances and visiting schools. That does actually seem to come out in you. I really enjoy it. I don't know what it is about it. I, 
yeah, just get a good buzz from it. Um, young people, I think you can learn so much from. So yeah. um, I enjoy spending time with them and putting time into hopefully helping them improve, whether it's mm-hmm. as a person or as a, a player in any sport and, and, yeah, seeing them progress. How important do you feel that is to have that in your back pocket for whenever football oh, wins? Definitely, because I didn't sign my first professional deal to us 21, so it was plan A for a long time. Um, then, yeah, as we know with football and Guni will say, things change so quickly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's nice having it in the back pocket and um, it's something I'm passionate about. And it was a really smooth transition for me when things didn't go as I, I planned with football mm-hmm. early days to just be able to pick up my uni up and, mm-hmm. and finish that off. It kept me in a good place and, and gave me something to strive for. Yeah, well, hopefully for our sake, you you won't be doing that anytime soon and you'll be banging in the goals for us but Guni have you have you studied yourself was there any was there ever a backup plan for you yeah I got my bachelor degree in sports science Mm -hmm. and I've torn my ACL three times so I actually never thought I would ever play professional but I did so yeah I needed to have that backup plan because I actually never knew if I would ever come back after that Um, so I've, I've worked as a personal trainer and in the future would like to work with elite athletes and mm. their strength and conditioning size of things, whether it's in a team sport or an individual. Yeah. 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 Okay. What type of mentality does it take to come back from that many injuries? Well, the first two, I was very young. So I think I didn't go right about that. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh yeah, tore my ACL. It'll grow back. We'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I don't need to work <laughs> hard or I did work hard, but not, I don't think to the point where like, this is my dream. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to play professional. My third time I was my first year abroad and I kind of just decided then and there that this happened to me and, mm-hmm. and I can't change that. Mm-hmm. And so I can't be negative about it because it's already done with, but I can control how I deal with it and my attitude towards it. And I just decided I was going to work my butt off mm-hmm. to come back even stronger because that was what was in my hands. And that's exactly what I did. I stayed abroad. I was thinking about just going home. Yeah, I decided to stay, and it was the best decision of my life. And I just worked really hard to come back, and, mm-hmm. and since then, there hasn't been any problems. I'm the player who I am today because of it. And, yeah, doctors did tell me I couldn't play again, but I wasn't done. I've been quite impressed with you. You're a bit of a, a terrier in the middle of the field there, and you, yeah. you like to get involved. I do. Um, actually, I don't really share a lot that I've torn my ACL three times. All right. And when people do find out, they drop their jaw because yeah. they're like, wow, how can you play like that? Yeah, it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look no. like you've had that history. No, it doesn't. But I've learned that if you go 100% into things, mm-hmm. it's way better than going halfway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, when I get on that field, not there's nothing in my head about my injuries or anything like yeah. that. I just want to win. Yeah, well, fair enough. That's good. <laughs> That's why you're here. But, Ryan, you haven't been through a serious injury? or you, You've had a couple of... Yeah, I've had a couple of... Yeah. Um, Annoying injuries, but not to the extent that Gunny's gone yeah. through. And I admire touch her to, yeah, touch yeah. wood. You can just see an attitude. But I think yeah. the key word she said there was, these things define who you are. And yeah. you can see that in her character. But yeah, I've had my fair share of niggles. I like any injuries, annoying. Mm. But yeah, fortunately, I've touch wood, never missed a season. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned that you'd, you'd only sign your first professional contract at 21. You show that same determination and fight to, you know, get a professional contract. So, you know, what was... What was that journey like for you? Yeah, it was an interesting one. So I was in the Adelaide United youth team set up at 18. Mm-hmm. I tried out for the youth team three years, the three previous years and was unsuccessful. So as my friend Adam yep. made it or was progressed to the next stage and was a train on player. Um, so, yeah, that was a that was a difficult time. Um, 
I didn't wasn't sure whether it was going to be successful the fourth time around, but luckily enough, I was, and I was then lucky enough to make my A League debut before my NYL mm-hmm. debut. So it all happened so fast for me. I went away with the Australian under 23s, and that was to date one of the best experiences of my life. And then came back and and I couldn't get that professional deal so I had to take a step backwards mm-hmm. and go back to West Torrance Bacala which at the time was hard to take but looking back on it was the best decision I ever made because probably in that period um, when things didn't work out I'd lost the reason why I should be playing the game and I played the game because it was that same young boy who was at Wollonga the first mm-hmm. game because I love it and I'd lost that love for it so for me to be able to go back to Bacala play with in a familiar environment with with people I enjoyed being around it made me fall back in love with the game and fortunately I was able to get that second chance yeah. I wasn't necessarily looking for it um, I was quite content playing there and studying mm-hmm. but I'm forever grateful that I did get that second chance because there would have always been a small part of me that that wished that I was that footballer. So yeah. I, was, I was very grateful. And from there you went to Newcastle? Yeah, I went to Newcastle. So I was an injury replacement player. So I spent 10 months there. And that was a, a good period, but a difficult period. Obviously, first time away from home. I grew up a lot as a person and a player. Um, we weren't the most successful team. So we, we did manage to progress as a team and improve as the year went on. But there was plenty of moments of self-doubt, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was lucky enough last game of the year to probably have a, a good enough game to get me another deal where I got three assists against Central Coast mm-hmm. and then yeah was grateful to be able to sign back at my boyhood club in Adelaide United and yep. yeah, I've been here for three years it's my yeah. fourth season now I yeah. think I don't know you lose count so. because <laughs> it's just so much fun <laughs> yeah but um, yeah. nah it's yeah it's been an interesting journey but one that I'm grateful for and like Gunny said it it um, makes you who you are and I think me having a more difficult journey to get there has made me a lot more appreciative for what I do mm-hmm. have now. Yeah, I guess more resilient and yeah. you know, determined, which is great. It's good for us, you know, we, we get to benefit from it. Gunny, I asked you how to pronounce your name before, but since you've been here, this is probably like a pretty cliche question, but what's been some of the strangest pronunciation you've heard of your name? People just don't say it. Okay. They, they just, just go, hey, Gunny. No, they just start like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you can call me Gunny. Yeah. Gunny or Gunny? Both. Okay. Um, so in America, they say Gunny. Okay. In Iceland, they say Gunny. Okay. And in Norway, they say Gunny. Right. So yeah, just whatever flows whatever, best with yeah. people. Whatever uh, feels right. Yeah, I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> yeah, some people yeah. just call me G. They don't even try oh, yeah. to pronounce my name. Yeah. So I'm not very, you know. It doesn't um, really matter. No, not to me. What, what about some Australian slang? What have you learned since you've been here? Oi, mate. Oi, mate, yeah. Yeah, and... Throw some shrimp on the Barbie, but I don't want to do my accent yet because I haven't been practicing enough. Okay. Mac, our goalkeeper, she's been trying to teach me a couple. Yeah. But I sound ridiculous. I can't do accents. So I just go cheers, mate, and oi, mate. Um, all right. So look, we'll um, start to wrap this up, and I've got a couple of rapid fire questions for you to top things off. So, Ryan, what is your favorite coffee shop? Can I say two? Yeah, go for it. All right. I like cream in Brighton. Mm-hmm. Good coffee. And I like Agatha's in Port Nolongo. Good coffee and good food and good people. Okay, you heard it there. Gunny, what do you need to do to stay away from coffee? Because I know you don't you don't drink it. I don't drink it, yeah. I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning just with energy. So I've decided I don't need coffee. Good answer. Okay, so um, who has the best banter in the team? The best banter in the team. I think everyone's going to expect you to say Riggs, but it's well, okay if it's not. Oh, it, it probably has to be. I didn't want to give it to him because <laughs> he won't fit through this door if you get into a podcast, yeah. but... You've got to give it to him. He's got the best banter. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Gunny? I would say Fantis. She's brutally yeah. honest. Yeah. People won't get away with anything in front of her, and I love it. Do people know in the team, like the Aussies, do they know how to take it? 
I hope so, or else yeah. they're all going home to, to cry, <laughs> I would think. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, you need that. You need someone to be to the point. Uh, what is your favourite movie, Ryan? Laura Abiding Citizen. Yeah, right. Not yep. what I was expecting. Love it. And I made my girlfriend's family watch it on a Sunday night, and they didn't forgive me for it because I didn't sleep that night. But <laughs> I don't think it's too gruesome. I think it's a, a good play on evil meets good or yep. good meets evil. And okay. it just has me intrigued. And every time I watch it, I just want to watch it again. Um, Goody, what's your favorite movie? I don't watch too many movies, but I'm going to say A Star is Born because I just saw oh, it and it was amazing. I loved it. But I'm more of a um, serious kind of person who watches true crime stories. Yep. Just um, all about friends. the true crime. I'm all about the true crime. Or friends. That, I don't <laughs> friends. watch too much TV. You yeah. know, um, as I've said before, I'm you like very to be active. And, very active, and it's hard for me to sit still. Fair enough. If if not football, what would you be doing? PE teacher, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that. I'd like to say professional fisherman, but I don't catch enough. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll stick with the uh, PE teacher. Fair enough. Gunny? A rock star. Rock star. Yeah. I like that. Like Janice Joplin. Oh, yeah. When not in season and you're not training, what is your favourite food? <sighs> Is well, there's a, there's, there's a bit of a story behind it. Oh, God, um, please. Oh, I eat too much bread, bread oh, yeah. and butter, eat too much. And we, uh, we, get lunches as a, we get lunches as a team. And there was one day and we finished training. It was early on. Marco was new to the club. Didn't know that he hated bread. <laughs> and I decided to put four slices on my, on my plate. And, yeah, from that moment, we've never had bread again because <laughs> he doesn't like us having bread. And now we don't get it on away trips or anything. And... The boys still haven't forgiven me for it. As soon as it hits off season, I go to the local bakery and get yeah. a couple of loaves of bread and sit there <laughs> with my butter and I have a great time. Just bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> and the bread was never seen again at the Playford Training Centre either. No. Uh, Gunny, what's your favourite food? Um, I would say Icelandic shrimp. Oh, yeah. Um, what's different about that? Fresh. In terms of Australia. So fresh, okay. I think. Well, I haven't tasted it a lot here, so okay. I wouldn't know the difference. But fish in Iceland is probably my favourite food and I love... But uh, my favorite genre is Mexican, for sure. Oh, yeah. I like oh, Mexican. Yeah. There's a few good Mexican places here in Adelaide. I don't know how authentic they are, but they're, they're quite good. Yeah. Um, I've only been to one, forgot the name of it, but they had very good tacos. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, look, we're going to leave it there. So I want to thank you both for being a part of this first official podcast. No worries. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of More Than Football, our very first episode in podcast land. Make sure you download the Triple M app so you can catch every episode and don't miss a moment as we get to know all of our players away from the game.